When life gives you Tulemans, you probably end up winning the FA Cup. Welcome to episode 15 of Who Scored Again. I am your host, Abhin. And this time, I'm currently joined by my two co-hosts, uh, Akshay and Sid. Tushar is on another call. He'll be uh, in for the second half of the episode. And because it's just, just the three of us to begin with, I thought it would make more sense if we could uh, discuss more uh, more of the FPL side of the show before we jumped on to what happened in the Cup and... Uh, and go into in-depth detail about Chelsea's little wobble in the FA Cup and in the and the Women's Champions League as well. So with that being said, let's get on with the show. So while Tushar is on his call, I, as like we said at the top of the episode, we thought we'd start off with our FPL activities for the weekend and also our possible plans for uh, the coming two game weeks. Now, uh, do either of you have any chips left? Because I'm out. Oh, I finished my chips uh, in the first half of the season. So, I don't have any left. I haven't had <laughs> any left for the last uh, eight or nine game weeks. So, oh, man. And you're still doing pretty good. I mean, I've just been riding the momentum of the first half of the season, if I'm going to be completely honest. Actually, I was I was sitting down with my friend uh, just the other day and we were discussing where I could have possibly lost. I mean, so in all of the mini leagues that I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm like in second or third place, about eight to ten points behind the leader. And I was just an- analyzing it with my friend where I lost that. Th- those uh, eight to ten points, and I think it's it came down to two decisions for me. Uh, game week fourteen, Salah versus Crystal Palace, where he was on the bench, came on to score two goals and uh, and an assist. I think that was that was a big mistake because I read uh, on Twitter somebody some uh, uh, ITK <laughs> uh, ITK Liverpool ITK account saying Salah's bench. Took him out two minutes before uh, deadline. Brought in KDB. I, in fact, I had Salah captain. Took him out. Brought in KDB and made him captain. Big mistake. I lost about uh, twenty points there. And the other one was it was Kane versus Newcastle. And I think in the same week it was Bruno versus I don't remember. Who uh, Bruno versus Kane. Lee. Uh, yeah, because I had must I, be so. Yeah, I had I made the same mistake because you must have captained Kane and I captained Son. So and Bruno came in with the seventeen pointer, and and I did this because the week prior to that game, it was uh, it was the reverse. I captained Bruno and then Son came with the haul, and then I swapped it again, and then like it came to bite me back in the ass. So game week eighteen, maybe sixteen to about twenty five was I had the most amount of red arrows. I wasn't like the top fifteen. Bad man. Yeah. So would, there, there is, there you have it. There's that thirty-five point that I was like, which I know if I had those thirty-five points, I'd probably be top of all of my mini leagues. But anyway, how do you guys do this week, though? I, Mitchell, Mitchell was the star for me. Three point eight million, Mitchell. He, he was. Uh, he was. He was everybody's star. I think. No, he was he not my it. star. Lousy fellow was. Uh, <laughs> He was uh, it's the second. I don't know why I had Sufal ahead of him, but I did. And because of that, 
uh, I ended up like like Jorah didn't come on to play anyway, so it my first so Sufal ended up coming on with the, with the measly two pointer as opposed to Tyreek Mitchell, who scored the most jammy goal I've seen in so long. He, it was. the ball is like pinging around the box and this guy gets like a shoulder to it it's not even like a clean thing there was there was it was a half handball half legit goal kind of situation that was unfolding and he comes in with the 13 yeah. pointer and he's the second uh, bench option on my bench so it was quite frustrating oh, uh, yeah, yeah. How so, many- so before so before the game be uh, start the actual game started i was i was te- texting up him and telling him that oh, i have sufal on third on my bench and I wish I put him first but I'm glad I didn't yeah I was Patrick Mitchell came in for me with a 13 pointer so how much and how many points did you finish the game week on i finished with 66 okay week. so that's a pretty good game week not too bad yeah. you must have jumped given, uh, given my keeper in start yeah oh without for which, you, for which again you told us about Uh, and we didn't really pay attention yeah and i mentioned this to you like saying about poster yeah. and uh, uh, what's his name so i, I think I, even sid keeper didn't come on uh, since yeah, we yeah. both had the same keeper had, I, starting I, I, on I the had, bench yes yeah, how I many we had the same uh, how many points did you end up with um this I had 61 i think i had 60 oh, no let me just check Uh, 61 yeah it's yeah it's 61 yeah so like but uh, big hitters obviously i think dependable sala came through as as per usual yeah um, you had the usual suspects you had your kane uh, uh, your uh, kane goal you had your sala goal and surprisingly uh, you had your one assist who yeah been quite uh, consistent over the last 3 4 weeks Mhm. But now honestly I mean, a big failure has has been Lingard the last four game weeks zero returns. But I feel West Ham now will start playing with with without any pressure because they are mat, I I don't think they're making top four anyway. Um I they I, they could comfortably settle for the Europa spots but um so which I which probably might Uh, see them play with a lot with a lot less with a lot more freedom so lingard could probably and also rice and uh, who's the other guy who came back rice and creswell are both back right so which means mm-hmm. that'll change the whole dimension of the game yeah and but what uh, what do you what do you guys think what do you, what what are, what are you guys thinking for a, uh, as a replacement for jota what what are you I, what do you guys have who do you I've guys have already made my change uh, i have gone jota to greenwood because i think This is like this. This is obviously a conversation we'll have uh, on next week's podcast when we're discussing the lineup for the Europa League final, because um, I feel Bruno doesn't start the game on Sunday. He'll probably start the game tomorrow. Probably, because yeah, because yeah, I think the team that plays the final, at least eighty percent of that team starts tomorrow, and uh, with the exception of like a Greenwood or a. Uh, I would Greenwood yeah, and Cavani. Yeah. It basically comes down to Greenwood and Cavani because if I I think I see United starting the final without Cavani and then him coming off the bench to have that impact. But as of now, I I I don't see Cavani starting this week at all because he's already played two games back to back with a four day rest. So I'm not quite sure how how fit he is uh, to handle. Or actually, you know what? I take that back. I, I take that back because. 
tomorrow the fans are in the stadium right correct correct only certain grounds right not oh. all the grounds is it all, all the grounds, grounds? all the grounds fans are back oh, nice So yeah. I I think Cavani might start because he's not playing in front of the fans yet and so on, like a new signing kind of situation unfolding there. But yeah, I've I, gone uh, I've gone Greenwood for now. I'm unsure what like I know Akshay was also also considering it, but I he may be on a different. I already have Greenwood sitting on my bench. I didn't okay. take him out last week. Hmm. But so uh, I was planning to get Ferran Torres, but not sure with with Pep's rotation if he's going to start. Like if I uh, if I were you, I would I have just, to think of somebody else. Yeah, I would just stay away from Man City players at this point. They have great returns. Ferran Torres is just is is a mistake I am still uh, coming to terms with because when I made the wild card and I had Ferran Torres on my team, and I don't know why for some reason I felt Sterling would have been a better option. But if you've been noticing Sterling play, like Sterling is hugs the the sideline, and if you're playing a system that Let the Newcastle play, which is five at the back. There's little to no uh, room for him to make those darting runs, and I don't see the game against Brighton being any different. If not, Brighton are a, are a more cohesive defensive unit. So uh, I'm really unsure as to um, what, like, I mean, what what role Sterling is going to play in that team, and I kind of want to stay away from City players altogether. The only time I've had City players was whenever KDB has is has not been injured, hmm. or uh, that those six, seven, eight weeks where Gundogan was on fire. That's the only two times I've had City players this season. Gundogan and Stones, right? When that Stones uh, haul in the double game week killed. Oh right, right, yeah. right. Oh, I brought, him, I brought him on that week, too. and I think yeah. that's what uh, helped me. Come up to where I am currently on the table in our leagues. Uh, mm. That, I, but apart from I remember a lot that, of I my. Uh, I can't rely on them anymore. I, I a lot of my uh, mini league uh, mini league competition had a stones and Cancelo, stones and Diaz double up on on Man City defense at at a particular time, and they just killed it during those double game weeks when City were. Going clean sheet after clean sheet after clean sheet. Yeah, Stones ended up with like an 18 pointer in uh, in one game. Then he got he ended up with 26 points in one double game. Yeah. That just ruined my FPL season. It was a blank that too. So it, whoever had him ended up getting like some like a massive haul. I was top of all my mini leagues at that point, and then it be, then then the slide began to what wherever I am now. But now the <laughs> but still, I mean, you're better than where I am. I mean, did you, you're back in the in the top 500k at this point, right? I'm 1.0406. What overall? That'll be million overall. Yes. That's that's I find that ridiculous. Really? Yep. I am some 380k at this point. Really? Uh, Sid is is, is in the top 50k. I'm for sure. He's he's a hundred points ahead. Top 25k. Ah, oh, look, look, look at that guy. I'm 25,000. <laughs> Wow! Hey, no, but my best finish has been a top 10k finish. Yeah, mine too as well. But having said that, this mm-hmm. season has been the highest haul ever. Like in all my years playing FPL, this this season is the highest. This season in terms has been of so, points so unpredictable, right? Like because yeah. 
there have been so many covid related match cancellations um injured like injuries have been a lot more obvious. and also i'm i'm a little fed up of football in general because there's just been so much of it day on day like this weekend this is probably the first weekend in a long time where i said you know what i don't need to watch spurs versus wolves i don't need to watch uh, palace villa i like I, i the last double game week took it out of me so I was like fine I'll, I'll, I'll just keep watching Castlevania and occasionally Akshil send me scores saying this guy scored that guy scored this guy got the assist because of our FPL believe believe you me I felt the same usually on a Sunday I'll watch some random game if United's not playing at least just to you know get that football going but this Sunday I did not watch a single game a single game I think like the I put, only game I wa- watched this weekend was the watch along for the FA Cup finals that's it I put on the last 10 minutes of uh, last 20 minutes of Liverpool uh, West Brom and I'm kind of glad I did because that game had a really nice moment uh, it's like it's good for a good for a what do you call um, Liverpool fan not even a Liverpool fan just generally like it it throws uh, like you you kick the hornet's nest in terms of um the top four race right because nobody is safe at this point and more so more so chelsea which we will come to at the end of the episode because i really want to shout to be here for it because uh even when even the champions league the women's champions league final happened yesterday and barcelona were four nil up in in 30 minutes yeah i had 35 35 minutes 20, 35 minutes 30 minutes yeah, something like that So the first down. goal was an own goal. Mm. Second was a penalty. And the third and the fourth? I don't know. I I after I I saw I was like 2-0 Barcelona up. But by the way, uh, the Barcelona women's team has it's not gone undefeated. They they've literally won every game they've played. Well, I heard, about, I heard about I heard about this. I I heard about Tusha was telling me about this yesterday. He says uh The, their goal difference is plus 125 that's yeah. insane they've conceded two goals or something like that nine goals they've conceded uh, and uh, they scored oh. some 134 goals they haven't drawn a game this week uh, this season forget lost like and wow. when it was 2-0 up i'm like okay screw this there i mean that's another victory and i just uh I mean, I was following it on Twitter. No. Uh, when they went went two nil up, I'm like, okay, it's over. Now it's time to call it a night. <laughs> yeah, I was like, how how unlucky for Chelsea. They lost two finals in the space of two days. Oh, and then there's a third coming up on the horizon. But that we have to. I really want like grill to share for that. I'd be like, okay, tell me, <laughs> are you nervous now? <laughs> <laughs> like in the watch along he I mean his he was obviously ahead of all of us because he was watching it on television right and if you like go back to the watch along and see uh he, see him watching the goal because as we're having a conversation you see Tushar goes oh and then he covers his face and he's like sitting and he, in silence and then Akshay goes and then you go and then I go so but he's like you can see the like that that impact it has on him sadness in his face yeah it's quite it's, it's a little it's a little sad but it's also a little funny but yeah like like we were saying now back to the uh, fpl side so what what are you try, who are you trying to bring in this week i'm looking at rafinha hmm, good shout dude 
or even I, I, but, at wow. this point i really don't want to take hits because if i have to get in rashford i'll have to i mean sorry greenwood i have to take a hit uh i'm trying to i'm trying to get through to this uh, through to the end without taking any hits so maybe one sub this week and then one sub next week but I mean, apparently next week by, by hmm. next game uh, next game week obviously but apparently rafina is is not taking uh, he's he's not taking set pieces anymore dallas i think is taking them yeah dallas is taking but i mean dallas obviously this season he's been classified as a defender so can't really hmm yeah like i have like for me dallas harrison's a good shout for even harrison's a good shout yeah i, I was actually about thinking harrison of getting well. harrison in. Yeah, Lead, dude, Leeds, you dropped Leeds, man. Since the four-two thumping they got at the hands of Arsenal, they've only conceded a max of two goals per game. <laughs> that's insane. I that's, mean, for Leeds, that's a good thing. For a Le- for a Leeds team, yeah. that's that's all out attack. Yeah, that's a good thing. I see. They've, I mean, they've actually been really good these last couple of game weeks, and very dependable FPL uh, commodities as well. Like Messler is keeper. Yeah, yeah he's, he's really good. Messler at four point seven had a great, great save on the weekend as well, and like standard six to seven. He's late season. Emmy Martin is for everyone. But a lot of people don't have him actually. A lot of people have stuck with Emmy Martin as for whatever reason. Because he's a bonus point magnet, dude. Like you, again, last week he got the ten uh, plus three bonus. I know. Man's a fucking. Like, no, that was not not this week. Not not week not this week. The week before the that. Week. Okay, okay. Yeah, so we uh, didn't realize it because Mendy got ten points and we were like, "Ah, yeah. oh, screw it." <laughs> <laughs> and then didn't play the second. This is all Tuchel's fault. If Tuchel had played Mendy, they wouldn't have lost that game. Uh, they would have made the FA Cup final without like. Um, having to concede that wonder goal from Tielemans. Yeah, you know, that was an amazing morning, goal. Yesterday morning, we were having a dis a discussion uh, uh, that we had uh, that while watch uh, while we were doing the watch along. I don't know if uh, Dodi mentioned it, uh, and some of the folks who were uh, who were uh, part of the watch along, they were like, "What you guys said during the watch along?" Uh, I don't know who said it, but some uh, I, and what they said was. I think if Mendy had played, he could have maybe got a fingertip to it. Tushar said it because Dodi said yeah, it. Yeah, Dodi said it, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Uh, one of my friends uh, in our group, they were saying, "Well, why, you guys were right. Maybe Mendy could have stopped it." So there's the, a discussion like yesterday morning, based off of the watch along, that yeah, maybe he could have. You never know, but no, yeah, you never know actually. Who who can save what and. when and how but it maybe was this much probably between his hand and and the ball and that probably mendy could have stopped it who knows there was actually an active conversation that was going on because even yesterday i i mean today morning i sent a video to tushar about how this is like a well known chelsea fan who had the exact same reasoning he said i i get that kepa plays as a, as a keeper like he's he's the cup competition keeper but mm-hmm. play mendy in the big games and because his frame will ultimately he would have somehow got into that but then you but then you're going by the understanding that mendy would have been in the exact same position that kepa was in to make that save i mean yeah there's a lot of ifs and buts and all of those things but just i mean assuming all things stayed the same 
and the dive was also the same time same effort maybe he could have stopped it but then again who knows mendy would have been a step in front step behind where where his starting position only he would know so yeah yeah i think i don't know why he played that the team that he played the formation that he played i think he could have played him i think he could have played mendy for sure at the back um like they said why didn't they put like tammy abraham on the bench he's the highest goal scorer in the fa cup i think you should start pulisic every time like why don't you ever start pulisic or start with cho like cho on the right is much better than aspi the like, aspi can't make those runs anymore that he used to do right or put reese james in front and put aspi back yeah that, i don't james understand crossing is not that great i don't yeah, understand reese james that. crossing is not, is not that great yet mm-hmm. so But so that's comes why from the one buck he comes from the one basaka school of crossing so who is james yeah i think he's <laughs> he's a he's a much more of a threat from an attacking standpoint than van der sar feels no yeah, but i'm I talking he's a good i said threat. like combination of both of them is crossing one at a time one at a time all in terms of crossing hmm. i said purely in terms of crossing that's why i said van der sar school of crossing hmm. not attacking van der sar cannot cross to save his life no but yeah now now considering that like chelsea having this wobble that started with the arsenal game which is a stupid goal to concede in my opinion like probably the, the dumbest goal uh, they they've conceded in a while it started this bit of a wobble because i don't because not a lot of teams were scoring past them and then once once one team gets through and then another team gets through it like the small uh, sense of doubt doubt ends up creeping into the players right so you think that could be a but problem but i think if- even those two goals so the arsenal goal was a very stupid mistake hmm. it was absolutely stupid mistake hmm. this goal was just a one in a hundred shot that will go in yeah dude i agree less the one hmm. like uh, like even we also tried a lot of long shots right hmm. like including rudiger who tried four of them for some <laughs> reason <laughs> okay but none of them went in is just that this guy is actually went in um and he shot from far so it was not even like a defensive mistake yeah so but now that puts like tomorrow's game or rather like it depends on when you listen to this tuesday's game against uh, uh, against leicester that's such a huge one because of what happened uh, on in, in the game on sunday I, i we mentioned this a couple of like minutes ago but i don't think we jumped into it did either of you did any of you watch the liverpool west brom game i did I yeah. did. So I, I, I watched literally the last five minutes. I saw I saw one nil West. I, I saw one nil West Brom uh, when I think it was 20 minutes gone. I'm like, oh, uh, I, I I remember I said West Brom could be the banana uh, skin to Liverpool. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Uh, when, when we were doing yeah. the watch along. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, uh, big sons come to play, and I just went. I'm, I'm like, let me go to sleep. Let me not jinx it. No, but there I was woke no. up like in the middle of the night. Right, I woke up. Uh, I woke up to pee at about four in the morning. I'm like, let me check what happened to the Liverpool result. I saw. I'm like, Allison. I'm like, I I literally had to do a double take. I'm like, Allison scored or Allison assisted? What is it? <laughs> like, Allison scored? What the fuck? It was. I think yeah, when most, when he scored. The most bizarre thing, because I'd like to—I mean, we all don't want Liverpool to get into the Champions League spots. It's a well-known fact, but there are very few moments in football where you say, "You know what? Okay, fine. 
like let like let somebody have that moment because Alison yeah, Becker yeah, Alison Becker has had a shit year like nobody like he's had a horrible year his father passed away in an accident and he was unable to go to the funeral because of covid restrictions so he like couldn't even fly into brazil and it's not it's difficult right because when like when it doesn't happen under natural circumstances so it's like even coming to terms with that grief is very difficult and you know, and soon as that goal went in you could sense that like the players were all like they didn't care about the game but they were so happy about the fact that he scored and uh, if you go back and like see some of the liverpool channels that completely lost their shit i think redmond tv have possibly one of the the better reactions out there because when the goal goes in one of the hosts literally takes his shirt off and slides across <laughs> the room on his belly so it's quite it's kind of hilarious and also heartwarming and his interview after the match also was was really nice like he he talked about how uh like god put his emotional yeah how yeah. god put put his ha- his hand on on his head and uh directed that goal in and like he was obviously in he was he was in an emotional space and yeah. i think even like But if you see the goal itself right yeah they're not even marking alisson nobody is marking alisson Everybody I, I, else is marked. Yeah, nobody was marking him. You're right. If you guys watched, yeah. if you guys watched Big Sam's interview, post-match interview, I don't know if you watched it. I watched it this morning, and he clearly says, of all the players they could have marked, they should have marked Allison because he's one of the tallest players in the Liverpool team. No, because they you, could have let right. Because right. what I was saying was, and I was saying this to the screen as I was watching. I said, you know what? make these guys like make sure liverpool concede corners because they are not good at scoring from uh, they don't have tall players who who get on the end of cross exactly. and then alisson comes up and then the like in terms of perfect del- delivery right that was it that was a class he put yeah. it on delivery his head amazing yeah like trent put it on his head yeah. and as the ball goes and i'm like oh you're got to be kidding me <laughs> and then what it what it did was like for me it was hilarious cuz I've kind of been pissed off about the Liverpool result against United a few days. I mean, last week, and rightly so. But now that I think about it, if Liverpool had lost that game, if they had lost yesterday, the whole top four race equation would have been over. Right? You would have known who the top four are. Or like eighty percent, it was going to be Leicester, Chelsea, United, and and City. But now the the race is still open, and that just gives. So Liverpool much. are always like Liverpool. They're liver pl- plot on a pool. <laughs> Every time you say they do this, they should. Even when the Champions League, when they were three zero down, they come back four three. Like it's always Liverpool who pulls this last minute bullshit. Like your goalkeeper scores to keep you in the Champions League top race in the last minute of the game. Like no, no other team does this shit. Yeah, it's just <laughs> now it's in a <laughs> it's it's in a scenario. I think apparently since 1892 when they were founded, Alisson is the first Liverpool goalkeeper to ever score a, score a goal. Yeah, I'll go correct. What are you yeah, saying? Is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think he's also Allison the first sh- Premier League player to score a header or goalkeeper to score a header. Oh, that's a, that's a stat I didn't know. Yeah. Are you saying, hey, dude? Uh, Schmeichel has scored a header. Not in the Premier League. Not in the Premier League. That was the scored... Champions League, though, right? Yeah. That was the Champions League. Yeah. yeah. So it's like uh, that's what that, that was. That was the conversation I also I had with Akshay, and then he said, oh, "No, that's not the case. It's actually it was actually the Champions League against Brondby or something. He scored. I'm not mistaken. 
but yeah now that now the tomorrow's game uh, chelsea leicester holds so much more importance than usual so i, I think we, it's only fair we start with tushar well, what is the lineup you want to see tomorrow or rather on tuesday so i'd rather they start with havertz and werner okay now and then put in pulisic um they he'll probably go with kante jorginho you can't do anything about that uh, uh put in pulisic put in cho uh put aspi at the back uh rudiger the thing is christensen's not not uh he's still injured i think so yeah they keep playing billy gilmore but billy gilmore doesn't have that experience man he can't be playing a big game so oh, i'm not sure what to do mm-hmm. uh the other thing is like you you keep seeing that gaping hole that alonso is on on, on the left like he's a attacking threat but he's also a, a very very big defensive liability so just play chili be in front like like play play him on the left i think yeah, i think put mendy at the back i think chilwell starts both games i i feel if there is um uh, so the best case scenario for chelsea tomorrow is that they win and i i think they currently have a bigger goal difference than liverpool Yeah, they're, so, I think they're a point ahead, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and so Chelsea yeah, have yeah, to win. Yeah, we're still fourth. We're, st- we're still a fourth, yeah. Ch- Chelsea have to win because Chelsea are on 64, Liverpool are on 63, and Leicester are on 66. So, Unless we pull the ultimate heist and then win the Champions League. Yeah, which is, I was, yeah that, is, <laughs> that, that, that is the other... We've done that once before. We've done that. Last time also we did that. In 2012. 2012. Yeah, 2012, yeah. yeah. They finished we were three, fifth. Yeah, six. Sorry, mm. <laughs> and then we won the Champions League. So. And uh, yeah. that was the time where fourth place could Spurs get knocked out. Spurs almost got in. Yeah, yeah. Spurs got knocked out. <laughs> But I don't think that happens this season. I feel uh, like if if Chelsea win, I I think top four still makes Champions League, but it's it's five teams. Even if you know United lose the Europa, they make Champions League anyway. So the quota of they're five. Already, they have already made Champions League. Yeah, which is why. So the yeah. quota. Yeah. So even That's if. the quota of 5 will make it the top 4 plus champions league will end up making it to the the no, round that, that already happened right that already happened not necessarily no, no 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 it happened already 2017 we had five teams in the champions yeah, league yeah five teams with, in the champions yeah. league when we won oh, the Euro 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 this season yeah yeah so no, no, yeah you, uh, now uh, now a, any country can have a match uh, like the obviously by any i mean the uh the five countries that are allowed four teams they can have a max of five teams in the champions league correct but yeah definitely uh probably fixture of, of the week tomorrow um, uh, and also fans are back in the stadium for that game no so it should be a very, so chelsea have to go for it i think leicester come to play for right. a draw uh, and they look to hit chelsea on the counter uh, similar i don't see a lot of changes to the leicester squad i think more or less the same team plays Uh, tomorrow than uh, like the team that played the cup final on the weekend but yeah i the the best result for chelsea would be a win the best like the ideal result for leicester also would be a win but i think both teams will be happy with the draw taking it to the final game of the season because uh, liverpool play burnley and this is i mean this this to me i think we've had this conversation uh, in the uh, just before when the west brom game happened about how i feel this is the the banana skin and uh, banana peel so because what happened with with the west brom game like they will not it was a miracle that, yeah, yeah they, they won't they get will, a miracle again they yeah. won't get that get out of jail card if they play like that against burnley because burnley yeah. will will grind 
grind them to pieces. And Burnley have just come off the back of a phone thumping by Leeds. So I think Sean Dye should be like, you guys, whatever you do, I don't give yeah. you a flying shit. Go out and injure more players. <laughs> <laughs> because Pope is injured is really hitting them as well. Pope is still injured? I think he's back, back for tomorrow. No, he's not back. I, I, I don't think he's back. When I, don't think when he's I read back. the report, he's, he's pretty much out for the rest of the season. So Yeah. Oh, so he's not Jota is out for the rest of the season. Yeah, Jota is out. So you mean to say Pope is not going to make the Euro squad? Maybe. Uh, no, meaning he's out for this week. He probably come. I mean, if there was a game next week, he would have probably played, but he's out. No, no, he's out for this season. He's out for this. There's only two games left anyway, right? Yeah. So the season is two games. That's what That's what I meant. Like, that, that, I'm, I'm saying if there was a game, next, uh, hypothetically speaking, if there was a game next week, he would have been back for that. It's just that his recovery is going to take yeah. the entirety of this week. So Yeah, so he's probably not going to make it. Yeah. He's not going to play the next two games. That's all. I mean... That's bad for Burnley. That's uh, the thing is Burnley always just show up against United. That's what I feel. They never. I mean, they just bend over for Liverpool. But they that so many times. But they have. Or they're also responsible for inflicting Liverpool's first home defeat, which started all of this doubt. I'm I'm excited to see how the next two games play because they play Palace, who's who's where Benteke has realized, hey, I can score goals. <laughs> and so, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'll never, I'll never forget what's his name, uh, Dwight Gale. Never in my life. Uh, the Christian Bull, right? I, I remember that night. Yeah. yeah. So it'll be it's very. <laughs> but we have to also note that the last time Liverpool played Palace, they thumped them seven 0 So there's, uh, you know, that don't expect yeah, them let's to. Let's not have... talk about that. Was that let's, was let's that not was the, that game? Again. Yeah, let's not talk about that game. Stupid yeah, in the no accounts. I stopped looking at Twitter before, uh, for FPL deadlines. After that, I stopped like completely stopped. No more IPK accounts. No more FPL. Uh, I mean, the only guy I follow now is Ben Denary to get like uh, the injuries update. That's it. No, nothing else. None other other rubbish. But uh, don't follow Fabrizio. <laughs> Fabrizio. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm talking about the FPL, uh, okay. FPL uh, ITK accounts. Oh yeah, yeah. That, now, that makes sense. Now Fabrizio will start. Maybe we should try getting him on the podcast. He'll be like, huh? "Have you have <laughs> you seen Fabrizio announce someone's wedding and all? He was like, some James is marrying Mary. Here we go." <laughs> <laughs> and that someone paid is- him, dude. <laughs> The he's really young, really dude. Copyrighted. Here we go. He's really uh, young. Like, no, what, 27, 28? No, 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 he's my age. He's 31. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. But still, quite young. That little... guy copyrighted the three words, here we go. Here we go, yeah. yeah. Now it's about to be Fabrizio <laughs> season soon, very soon. Like, everyone's going to be like, United News Fabrizio, Chelsea News Fabrizio. I remember the beginning of the season, uh, we kept saying announce Havertz, announce Havertz, which which took like three months to announce for some reason. Mm. And then uh, some guy was like asking Fabrizio when will it happen and Fabrizio was like, I said it will happen, it means it's happened. Okay. Then another guy replies, he's saying that if you said it will happen, it will happen. Even if my girlfriend's cheating on me and you said she's not, I'll believe you or not. <laughs> 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 okay, brother, I believe like, you, brother. <laughs> that, there was this podcast, I don't know if it was a podcast or something, 
A day in the life of Fabrizio Romano. I think it's on oh, YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Hectic, dude. His life is hectic as hell. Hectic, yeah. I know, dude. Like, he must constantly... He's just running from hotels to hotels. Yeah, must constantly... And he's like, dealing with football rumors is like dealing with the mafia and stuff like that he was saying. Yeah, okay, yeah, you... I obviously think that's the case, right? Because imagine, like, one club finds out uh, that a player is on his way to a rival club and then they'll obviously sniff out and be like, okay, what... What are the financial terms? They'll try and wriggle their way in. And so many players have just, like, like you take John O.V. Mikel. He was wearing a United t-shirt. And then one day he turned his phone off and signed for Chelsea. So, I like, if you're, especially if you're reporting in the agent where, where you, I mean, if you're a journalist who's reporting on transfers, it's such a cutthroat game. So, you have to be at the top of your yeah. game to, to even, like, be remotely successful. So, for this guy to have made it in that world is quite insane. Yeah, and he's only one guy with just like some few contacts somehow made his way up. Like, hey, it's we should, crazy. We should talk about how, like, speaking of close title races, uh, Lille and Paris go into their last uh, home game, last game of the season, a point apart. Because Lille, if Lille had won yesterday, they would have won the league. But uh, they only got a draw, so I think, no, and, and PSG won. So now it's just a point between... Uh, uh, between both teams going into the final day of the season. I also read like a really also, also, right? also, 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 also down to one base. point now. Yeah. Two points. Yeah. It's still two points. Both both teams won yesterday and Barca's completely out of the race because they dropped so I, you have to feel for Messi, man. That that man in the last three league games has given them the lead in every game and they've sort of fucked it up. Yeah. So, how much more deadweight will he call, will he like like handle yeah, the lift, dude? Yeah. <laughs> and so, think about the Laliga, dude. They've basically traded one very old friend of Messi's, Suarez, for another very old friend of Messi's, Aguero. <laughs> dude, if Aguero is going <laughs> to Barcelona, both 33. Both 33. he's going, he's going, he's going, he's going. Yeah, well, they literally have rocks for brains, dude. Oh my god, why would you do this? But never mind. It's like Messi and friends. Having one a retirement, yeah, removed, a retirement they, they party on because he was too old. Yeah, and he they're getting an Aguero who's as as old as him, which so, doesn't <laughs> you know make sense at all. I think we should like I mean before I don't know if this will happen before the Euros, but after the Euros we should pick one game, uh, one like iconic game from the Premier League from the Champions League and probably discuss it um, as we build up to preseason. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good, fun idea. Hmm. Okay, I think so. We'll quickly wrap up on the FPL side of it, like because we, we obviously got we we really got into the Chelsea and uh, and like a lot a lot of other football footballing topics. So uh, your captaincy choices for the, for the weekend. I am just thinking of sticking it on on Greenwood or on Salah and being done with it. I'd like. I mean, if you want to take a a chance, probably a Leeds player would be a nice option, but. I think either Greenwood or Bruno or Salah are your, um, your options. But that being said, I feel there are three players going for the golden boot. And that's between Kane. Uh, uh, Salah, Ma, Salah, Kane and I don't know, Bruno gets three penalties and three in the next <laughs> game week. <laughs> He's going to like uh, get the boot. So I, I feel if you manage to squeeze in all three into your team, there's a there's a strong chance that the, your your goals are coming from there. 
Oh, can we uh, shout out to Bruno? He's the he's now the highest scoring midfielder uh, in the Premier League in a single season. Yeah, number yeah in a single season. Yeah. Do you want to do? Hey, that? And let's not let's not do the whole penalties. Let's not let's not do. No, no, no. Let's not do the whole penalties argument because even uh, Lampard used to take penalties for Chelsea. Yeah, but you can say both did it, right? <laughs> Yeah, so like he beat Lampard's record. No, he, he went, yeah, yeah, he went uh, one ahead of Lampard after the loop, which technically that's not. I mean, I can see it was on target, so I guess that's why he got given the goal. But if if we're being brutally honest, that's not his goal. But Nat Phillips rocketed rocketed into his own net. So and thankfully for me, it went to Bruno <laughs> and not uh, Phillips. <laughs> Oh yeah, but we have, we have to talk FPL captain, so we we'll quickly do that, and then we'll uh, we'll look to wrap up. Uh, for me, uh, for me, next two game weeks is Salah set and forget. Yeah, I think that makes that's a smart choice. Just like don't have because because uh, Liverpool Liverpool need the goal difference more than anything. Yeah, so, and I, I yeah, feel Salah's a dependable choice as well for me. Uh, they're gonna go into the next two game weeks with all they have, score as many goals as they can. So yeah, but would you consider Bruno a differential? Because a lot of people are selling him. I've already sold him. He's dropped in price as well. Now he's eleven point four. See, the thing with Bruno is, like you said, like like we discussed early in the early in the piece, he's he's probably going to play one of two games. Most likely tomorrow's game because of the fact that the fans are back. Like you said, he's definitely. I don't see him playing the Sunday game. So there's no point. Putting all of your uh, putting eleven point four million into one player and then you know trying to and if you're going to do something like that you'll have to make two three changes which means you'll have to take you'll have to take hits and this late in the season somebody who's trying to get up their mini league no chance. Oh yeah, also like this Sunday we're all on for like our watch along right? So uh, to to our yeah. listeners we this is the this Sunday we'll be doing a lot watch along to uh, most of the fixtures because they all kick off at the same time. And if the top four race still uh, still remains active after this game week, it promises to be a very entertaining one. I think we'll each be we we'll each pick a game uh, from the from the from the competitors. I think Leicester play Spurs. Uh, I Chelsea play Villa and uh, Liverpool play Crystal Palace. Palace, yeah. One of those teams is not going to the Champions League from the top four race, and I think I don't know. Like if I would I would say depending on. You know what? I'm going to go on, go on a limb here and say Liverpool don't make the top four. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think, I think Leicester don't make the top four. I think Leicester. I I don't think Leicester make the top four. Though they deserve it, I don't think they they make the top four. I don't think Liverpool deserve to make top four honestly this year. Yeah, they don't. They're not played that well either. Like Leicester have played well. West Ham have played well. Chelsea, we had a good run. Liverpool, I don't know how somehow in the end. Because everybody else is wobbling, that they're making their way up, but I don't think they deserve to make top four. And but I feel like they will somehow will, and either Chelsea or Leicester will go out. Uh, pick one, like Gunter. Who who do you think will go out, Leicester? Or I think see Tuchel for the first time. I think after that FA Cup, he looked angry as hell. Yeah, he's going to come back tomorrow with a vengeance. He was pissed like, off he after really angry. Arsenal also, right? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he, so he, that rage has been building. That full vengeance is going to come out against Leicester, uh, and I think we'll beat Villa somehow. 
Mm. No, so, I think I think you're definitely beating Villa because they conceded 30 shots to Crystal Palace, 15 of them in the box. <laughs> to Crystal Palace. Yeah. They're not that Aston Villa that beat Liverpool 7-1 and 8-1. Oh, no, no. I think Jack Grealish also is like still finding his way back into fitness. So, I doubt that's going to like they're going to be in like in great shape or anything. I think I think maybe maybe Leicester go out. Maybe. I, I mean, I don't the whole argument about deserve and not deserve even United didn't deserve to finish in the top four last season. The only reason they finished in the top four was that eight game stretch where they went unbeaten uh, in the post the lockdown. So, that was literally the only reason they made it to top four. So, and I think that saved Ole's job as well. Because Fabrizio himself was saying that United are in talks with, with Potichino at that time. Dude, I'm, I'm glad United didn't go for Poch because that wouldn't have been an upgrade by any stretch of the imagination. It's more or less the same situation. Uh, rinse and repeat. But that's, that's the thing, right? There are, like, there are maybe three coaches you'd go after and all of them are settled in at clubs. Tuchel at the time was, I mean, there were no, there was no signs of the cracks that appeared at PSG. But if you wanted a tactician, you'd have gone for Tuchel. Eric Ten Hag has done a great job at, uh, with Ajax, but will that translate to success in, in on the global stage? I'm not quite sure. Um, Pep and Klopp are not going anywhere. I, I think the clubs have had them on on lockdown on contracts. Yeah, like I, and and you can see now, Poch is like you, PSG are struggling to. Uh, win the title and that was never the case under Tuchel like Tuchel blew team 6 6 nil, 7 yeah. uh, on a weekly basis like the, 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 the Paris league was always PSG's like it always came home yeah which is weird this year that they're fighting so much for it yeah so it's going to be it's going to be interesting so uh, okay just before we go the score predictions for the Chelsea Leicester game tomorrow 1-0 uh, to Chelsea 1-0 to Chelsea 2-1 Chelsea I think it's going to be a 1-1 draw yeah, I'm going for a draw too. I think tomorrow's game ends up in a draw and uh, the drama continues to the final. <laughs> and I, But I also feel Liverpool draw to Burnley. I feel Liverpool draw to Burnley, which kind of keeps the top four race open till Sunday. And on, and on Sunday, I expect Chelsea and... Uh, I expect Leicester to beat Tottenham and I expect Chelsea to beat Villa. Liverpool will also beat Palace, but I don't think it'll be enough. Because of the Burnley result tomorrow or the afternoon. I also have a feeling maybe uh, Liverpool will lose to Burnley. Maybe. Like, just get the feeling. Like, no, because you saw them yesterday. You saw them play against West Brom and they were anything but convincing. They were so bad. They were so yeah, bad. They were, quite, they were quite pathetic, to be honest. Uh, this is my prediction. So, Liverpool win out. They probably win, say, like, just for, just for kicks. They they win two nil two nil tomorrow, which means their goal difference is plus three. Oh, I mean plus two over Leicester, and they win two nil against Palace. That's plus four, which means uh, and tomorrow, assuming it's let's assume it's a draw tomorrow. No, tomorrow Chelsea win, which means which uh, Chelsea win out as well. So Chelsea go to uh, seventy. Leicester lose out on goal difference. I'm going to clip Spurs that up. Spurs could also show up. Spurs could also show up against Leicester. You don't know. Yeah, they could be there. Yeah, doesn't matter. I'm just saying. Assuming they win, assuming they they win, even if they win one nil, two nil, they're just they're still going to go out on goal difference. Yeah, imagine Kane yeah. is like, I will get my golden boot against you fuckers. <laughs> 
But also, you know, Kane is not such a bad option for FPL because Spurs uh, won the last three home games. So for this for this game, we Kane isn't such a bad option for yeah. for for the armband. I've I've been thinking about Kane, dude. Trust me, I have. He's been a bit dodgy last few games, um, but he's back up. He's coming well, back he's, up. He's yeah, like I will. Yeah, yeah. He's like I, I will not for, not share that. For the golden boot, I'm sure he is. Yeah, him and Sara must be. Whenever the golden boot is there, Kane switches on. He's yeah. he's come. He's coming for your boot, your shoes, your gloves, everything. <laughs> <laughs> So okay, so on that note, I think uh, we'll call it. Uh, we'll be back again. I think we have one more episode, like uh, like a farewell to the season coming up midweek, just before the weekend fixtures announced. Because I expect we'll have plenty to talk about <laughs> after what happened with uh, the Chelsea Leicester game. We'll also look at our team of the season. I feel it's a conversation we've long had, and then uh, the the week after we'll jump into. Rather, after the conclusion of of the season, we'll jump into a recap of of the season for most people's teams, and also a look towards the Europa and the Champions League final. So there's a lot of content coming in the next two weeks, uh, a lot of games coming too. So stay tuned, and we'll catch you soon.